shit up And mostly the voice that makes you buck A lot of rappers got flavor and some got skills But if your voice ain't dope, then you need to chill Up steps one, he gets done And up steps another, he gets smothered And that's word to mother, or should I say moms? I drop bombs, I'm scorching youngers like napalm Just having a little bit of fun here on a Tuesday afternoon. I always gotta hit y'all with the with the bars. Y'all gonna learn today about some gangstar. Rest in peace, the guru. Hard to earn, man. One of one of my favorite albums. I think that's it. That's in my pantheon top 25 of albums that influenced me. I think Hard to Earn, that came out, that was like 93 or 94 when that came out. That's that's a no-skip album from Gangstar. And Premiere was just killing it. You could listen to every single song on the Gangstar Hard to Earn album. And playing in the background, that's mostly the voice. Guru was spazzing on that track, man. Gifted, unlimited, rhymes universal, man. Such a such a talented soul and great artist. A lot of my friends didn't really love Gangstar, but I'm I was a huge Gangstar. Any anyone that Premiere worked with, sign me up, man. Guru, J-Rude Damager, Mariah Carey, whatever, whatever DJ Premier is, is doing, I'm in MOP, Bahamadia, anyone from the from the DND crew. Just fantastic hip hop, fantastic music. Not overly profane. Not glorifying the trap, any of that type of stuff. Just just a dope DJ producer in Premier and, and he has some fantastic artists. I think Premier, like I said, Premier is on my Mount Rushmore. Mad Lib. It was man, it was great to see Mad Lib on SNL with I was I was watching SNL, I was watching Chappelle. I was like, is that Mad Lib standing next to Talib Kwali? It's like Mad Lib doesn't do a lot of public appearances. So that was great to see Mad Lib. That was fantastic. I'm gonna talk about Chappelle's monologue a little later because I've said repeatedly, he can talk about What's going on with Kanye and Kyrie? You, you probably shouldn't talk about it publicly. He gets paid to talk about it. NBC and SNL brought him in to do exactly what he did because that's what he does, and he's the best in the world at it. You, you're not. You should, you should stick to your day job and have those uh, conversations with your friends or, or on your text chat, but, but probably want to keep those, those uh, thoughts off the Internet. Just just some just another PSA from Lance J. I wanted to talk today about mentorship. One of my mentors passed away last week, and his name was Harold Lee. And Harold Lee helped me to um, he was a leader within the denomination, the church denomination. I started my health career within the Adventist system. I was at Kettering Health Network, which is now Kettering Health. And I did, this is in Dayton, Ohio, and I, I did my MBA at Miami University, the Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, the, the Fighting Ben Burgers and Wally Zerbiaks. And it was a very good program. I had uh, some really good test scores when I was able to get a full scholarship to get my MBA at Miami University. And coming from a small HBCU, going to Miami University, which is which is a pretty big school and a lot of money, got the Procter and Gamble money down there. 
it was such a culture shock. Only African-American in my class. It was a class, I think, of 60 in that NBA program. I was the only black person in the class. So I had to deal with some some stereotypes. Then I'm going to keep it a buck. I've talked about this, and I need to talk more. I, I took a lot of shortcuts and cut a lot of corners in undergrad. I didn't take enough calculus classes. I didn't take enough statistics classes. I didn't take enough accounting classes. And if you if you if you want to be in business, you need to take at least nine hours of statistics. Don't tell me that, oh, I'm going to go into marketing. Well, all marketing is is ANOVA and Tukey testing. Yeah, you have the you have the good looking person in a suit. That does the presentation, but but everyone that's backing her or him. Is just statistical data. I spent most of the, the, the early part of my career running regression analysis and stats on diabetic outcomes. And so I get to Miami University. I haven't taken enough accounting. I don't have an aptitude for that. Somebody had the CPA, so I, I breezed through the accounting. But th- those statistics, man, I got crushed. I had never seen a symbol for standard deviation before. And this guy's on the board. I was like, I was like, what the bleep is that? Like he drew the, the standard deviation sign. I was like, why is he drawing a whistle? So I had to, to bust my tail and literally sleep with the books. Like the books were huddled up. We were, we were in bed. We were lovers. I was having, I was having a threesome with my, with my intermediate and advanced accounting books and my stat books. We were having a three-way every night. And it was it was triple X rated and NC seventeen rated. So I could do well in those classes. So I go through that. I spend almost half a year in South Korea as part of a, a global studies program. And and Harold Lee, who was a friend of my family, worked with my grandfather, I talk all the time about my grandfather, Charles Bradford who was a pioneer as a, as a leader and a minister, did so many things within the SDA church as he was the, the CEO of the North American church. Harold Lee got me an internship at Kettering Health Network. Once again, I was the only young black person working there. And they kind of brought me in because it was nepotism. I'm going I'm to keep it a buck. He got me the internship. I got my foot in the door. I'll never forget my boss. Her name was Joan Swenson. She was the best. Um, Joan Swenson was, uh, was another phenomenal mentor. One of the reasons I've had success, and, and I talk about keys to success, you better find yourself some mentors. And I don't care if you're a CEO. I don't care if you're if you're knocking... 10 M's a year. You need to have a mentor. You need to have someone that's the next level. I'm always looking for people that can help me to get to the next level. I say all the time, man, if I'm the smartest person in the room, if I'm the most accomplished person in the room, if I'm the most educated person in the room, I'm in the wrong bleeping room. The Harold Lee lobbied for me to, to get this opportunity. And it was kind of, hey, we'll, we'll give him a shot. He doesn't have a healthcare background. I started in human resources. And I'm a finance guy. I started in human resources. I had worked in real estate and worked in banking and worked in doing mortgages and stuff. 
and knew that that bubble was going to burst and, and went back, got my MBA, started all over. I made 30 grand less my first year after, after getting my MBA. I was making less money than I was before, but I knew I wanted to get in healthcare. I knew that healthcare was the next wave. And I got into Kettering and things went well. I worked hard. I had Frank Perez, who's another mentor, was the CEO of, of, of Kettering Health Network at the time. Fred Manchur. I had fantastic mentors. I got a chance to be exposed. And it's a program within the Advent Health System where you're exposed to all of these different areas of the company. It's a training and development program to see if, if you have the metal, if you have the executive presence, if you have the ability, the aptitude, the desire to, to be an executive. And I went through that program and it was a success. And there was an opening for, for a huge job that, that kind of opened up abruptly. It was before my program was complete. They threw me in. I got a huge promotion. So I went, I went from bringing coffee and donuts, literally. Like I would go, I would go get, get Harold Lee and, and Frank Perez and, and Jones. Swinson. I would get these people donuts, the C-suite. I would get them donuts. The next, the, a month later, I was running a meeting. And I worked 90 hours a week. I, I got into a job. I had to learn SQL. I had to learn to do a lot of statistical analysis. I had to learn a lot of things on the fly. I worked every Sunday for six months. I come there. I would, there, there was a gymnasium on campus. I would come um, in, my, in my basketball clothes. I get in there at 9 a.m. I get some shots up, and I'd be in my office at 9.45 a.m. Working every Sunday. And had a great experience. Got promoted. Um, obviously went on to to get into to Medicare Advantage. Had my battle with, with Lyme disease. But over the years, Harold Lee, my mentor, he continued to keep in touch with me. He was so proud of the work that I did. And I think for a mentor, nobody, nobody feels better that when they mentor you and they see you succeed. And true leaders are not just judged by what they do, but they're judged by the people that they plant. What is your coaching tree? What is your executive tree? How many other executives have you made? How many, how many directors have you made? That's what I'm proud of. I've done well with the health cast. I've done well with my career. But what I'm most proud of, I know people that came to work for me that were in entry-level roles that are making six figures. They're directors. They're VPs now. Some of them doing much better than me. And I was able to help them in their career. I'm not saying that I'm the catalyst, but if I was able to, to set someone aside and say, hey, you have some fantastic skills. Let's get you in these classes. Let's get you these opportunities to shine because you shine. That's what a great executive does. And that's when I think of Harold Lee, who passed away, I knew that, I knew that he wasn't doing well in his health. And I had a chance to, to spend some time. Him, him and his lovely wife came and visited my grandmother over the summer. And we chatted and I was giving him an update um, and he was just so proud of me. I just remember him being so proud of me when I got into the Blue Cross system. He was proud of me when I became an executive. He was proud of me when I started my own company. I would keep in touch with him. I would go to his house. We would talk. We would pray. He was a spiritual advisor. But to have someone that's, that's in their, their 80s, that's seen it all and done it all and helped you launch your career just put his arm around you and say, hey, James, I'm really proud of what you've done. You've made me proud. That felt so good. And we all need that in our lives. So I, I just wanted to say rest in peace to Harold Lee. I'm praying for, for the family.
and he meant so much to me. And he spent so much time with me, not just business. Because you bring someone in, I, I did. I made catering a lot of money. I've made Blue Cross a lot of money. I've done well in business. But it's deeper than that. It's having that person actually cares about you. Wanted to hear about my marriage counseling with my wife and uh, a fiance at the time. Was concerned about my physical and mental well-being when my mom passed away. Those are the people that really stick out. The mentors that care about you. And I, I've said when I became a good leader, I started caring about people much more than I cared about the PL. And I learned that from Harold Lee, amongst many other people that that have guided me and helped me to be the best I can be along the way. And I'm eternally grateful. Paragon 7 Studios. <laughs> Paragon 7 Studios. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys. Man, Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. You know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Was all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was um, similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, Brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. James Lewis. Alabama A&M up 66-60 on D. Oakwood Ambassadors. I'm just wondering when they're going to put back in Edmund Stewart. I mean, he's got to be tired, man. I know he's tired, but they need him. That said, you're 20. Get your arse out there. <laughs> Correct. Can I say arse on JLU? So we're going we to be getting a lot of fines. Yeah. From, we, we might not be – we might be too PG-13 for, for JLU. Uh, Nick might, Kennard hits both free throws. They might send us a list of right, words they, we can't say. The, the, seven, <laughs> the seven deadly words. I'm not going to drop an F-bomb. I no. mean, we're, we're FCC. I mean, I'm a legitimate right. radio host. Well, we, we need to know what, what is the what, – what? I'm sure you can't say arse on JLU. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.